Hello team, Monday the 17th of October 2022, five days out from the Rewrite and Wellbeing event in London. We are going to go through the open office tonight. I've got a few key topics for you to talk about, a few key reminders, and of course, we're going to have our Q&A at the end as well. So today we're going to be just covering the end of October, what's going to be coming up as we move towards the end of the month. Then um, we're going to talk about the referral scheme again. Then I'm going to introduce the CCC. If anyone's followed me for a while, you might know what the CCC is. We run it every year from November into December. There's a little clue for you. Then we're going to talk about setting your own rules, setting your own boundaries and how to survive the final weeks, depending where you are, of the half term. And then you can apply that as, as well as we go towards the Christmas holidays. So that's what we'll be covering today. That's kind of our, our usual structure. And that's what we're going to be going through. So coming up in October. Just want to remind you of a few key dates. As always, check-in is due on a Sunday. You guys have been amazing with your check-ins. I think I've maybe had to chase like one or two people each week for the last couple of months. So the team at the moment, you are on it. Probably the best the team has ever been with check-ins, which I won't lie, saves me a lot of work. So I, I do really, really appreciate that. So thank you for always getting check-ins to me on time. It is it is um, much, much, much better for me. So thank you. Mondays, as always, you will get your check-in feedback about to contradict myself in a second um, and as always 7 30 on a monday you have the open office which is where we are now your opportunity to respond to any feedback to ask any questions live then and there in the moment get some live coaching as a group so that you don't have to wait around for me to get back to you i know i get you should get back to you in like half a day anyway but even quicker you have it straight away after and um, your feedback on a monday now this saturday saturday 22nd of october is the rewriting well-being event in london i visited the venue on friday i won't lie i was very very nervous i won't be graphic with it but i was very very nervous um i you know it's going to be an amazing day it's just a case of the amount of work the amount of person power that's gone into this amount of time focus energy that's going into this event it is going to be an incredible day it's going to be a very nervous day but it's going to be an incredible day and it is all going to go brilliantly pretty much everything is ready now we could probably turn up in london tomorrow and we could probably host the event pretty pretty much bang on so it's you know there's not much left to do now but this saturday if you haven't got your tickets if you are able to make it please 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 come to it it's not going to be one to miss i don't know if we're going to host one next year the amount of like I said, all those things that have, that have gone into this, I don't think we're going to host one in 2023. Depends how the start of the year goes. Depends on a few, you know, lots of different factors, of course. But it, if not, we'll definitely host one in 2024. So it might be like every even year we host one of these things. But we'll, we'll see how this one goes. If you are not able to make it in person, you can join us virtually. If you go onto Eventbrite and you just search Rewriting Wellbeing, the virtual event, or you go onto my Instagram page and look on any of my stories for the next five days, you'll always see links there if you click through to buy a virtual ticket. Now with the virtual ticket, not only do you get the live access on the day, of course it's not the same as being in there in person, I'm not gonna pretend it is, but not only do you get the live um, access on the day, you also get the recording. And anyone who's coming in person, guys, I'm going to email you out the recording as well. I'm going to I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have a team table because we've got a really good group of you guys. In fact, we might probably have to have two team tables. We've got a really, really good group of you guys coming from the teacher's team. So I think we'll have a little sort of set up on the side where you guys can kind of sit together and meet and stuff. I think that'd be quite nice. So if you can't come in person, grab your virtual ticket. Please, please, please don't miss out. It's definitely, definitely one to, to get yourself to. Then after that event, Monday, Thursday, Friday of the half term week for most of you anyway, 
I'm going to be taking a few days off. So check-ins that, that, that week will be coming to you on Tuesday, the 25th. All right, so just a day later than normal. Minimal sort of disruption to you guys. That's why I picked those days to, to take off. And then um, we'll be sort of back into it the following week as normal. All right, guys, let me know. Is that all good? Any questions on any of those details at all? Um, no worries at all. Uh, I'm, I'm, iPhone, I'm going to guess your Simon. Uh, is there a program for the running of the day at all? Would you suggest a run for 9.30 a.m.? Absolutely. So let me share my screen. I can share this with you. I'm just going to stop sharing my screen just for a sec. And I can get that up and I can share that with you right now, Bethany. Good question. So I just need, this is the one that's gone up to the speakers and, and the ambassadors and, and the, the venue and our photographers and videographers and stuff. So it's just a, a Google doc. I need to turn this into a nice, pretty looking program uh, before I share it with you guys officially. But let me just share my screen now, <clears throat> just so you can see. And I'll talk you through the running of the day because it's going to be an incredible day. So if you're listening back to this and you haven't got your e-ticket, why not? <laughs> you need you need to grab it because it's going to be an incredible day. So basically, we've got one main room that's going to have the tables in it and the stage. Then we've got a third of that room and the other side of, of the partition is premium one. Then there's a room called the specialist room. It's just weird fancy names for it. It's just, just a room. Um, and then a private dining room. So in the three smaller rooms of the place, the place is huge, by the way, in the three smaller places, we've got some workshops going on. Um, and then obviously, of course, in the main room, we've got the main speakers. And if you've been watching the stories, you've seen what the rooms look like and stuff. So this is pretty much um, what you guys need to know. You can come from sort of like 9.30 or so. If you do get there for like nine, there'll be a fire alarm test. So don't panic over that. But this is pretty much the running of the day give or take there might be a few tweaks but pretty much that's how it should run so 10 30 at 10 o'clock sorry is going to be our, our first speaker which is just me jumping on the stage for as briefly as i possibly can to say hello and then jump in and run away because that's a lot of people to talk to um and then i'll hand it over to the professionals who are good at this kind of stuff and then yeah as you can see that's kind of the uh running of the day if you want to take a quick picture um i will share a nice pretty version of this with all the colors and stuff on it um i just need to make that up in canva before i do and I'll email that out to you probably tomorrow, to be honest, guys. But feel free to take a quick picture of that now if you want to. But if you get here, you get there, sorry, any time from 9.15, depending when you are arriving into London, it's totally up to you. And of course, if you're watching um, online, if, you're, if you've are if got the virtual ticket, then click to join probably about quarter to 10, 10 o'clock, something like that. But George, my media guy, some of you have met George already. Um, George, my media guy, he's just going to do the photos and the videography. We've got all the proper cameras so you if you're watching online it's not just gonna be like a you know rubbish uh laptop sort of facing stage we've got cameras proper uh film cameras at different angles and stuff so there'll be like scene changes and chops there'll be a webinar and um, sorry there'll be a, a webinar style so with q a you can comment you can interact so all of that stuff's going to be going on so we've tried to make the experience as similar as to as if you were actually in the room of course it, it can't replicate that energy and it can't be the same you're not you're not gonna Get the lunch the brunch you're not going to get the workshops you're not going to meet people in person but if you can't make it it's a it's a fantastic alternative all right so that is the running of the day guys back to this so the ccc what is the ccc some of you might know what the ccc is so the ccc is the christmas cracker challenge and we have run this for a few years now and it's always gone down brilliantly we've also run some challenges in the summer called the summer starter challenge which both of these are sort of group 
challenges, right? So it's not what you guys get. It's not one-to-one coaching. It's a group coaching challenge. So it runs a lot differently. People don't get one-to-one check-ins. They don't get, you know, the options of any video calls or coaching like that. They can come to the open offices, but it's not the same as what you guys get, right? And we haven't run any group coaching challenges at all during 2022. We haven't done any We've done a summer starter program, but we haven't done any group challenges. I wasn't going to, but I've had a few people message who took part in this last year and they've asked if it's going to be running. So I thought, well, if people are sort of thinking about it, I might as well run it. So pretty much, guys, you get this for free. This is just going to be part of your program. So things will look a bit different. The colours will change to, to red. That's pretty much one of the biggest changes. But what happens in the Christmas challenge is that um, once a week we run a webinar. So the webinars for the next six weeks after you know, 1st of November, of course, uh, 1st of November to the middle of December, the webinar is going to be weekly. So bonus for you guys. We're also going to have our open offices as well. So that's that's another awesome bonus for you. Also, the big thing is that you, we're going to have a new Facebook group. So you can obviously can come and join us in that way. We can have posts and competitions and stuff like that running. And also there is a big giveaway at the end. So last year, the prizes were a month, a month for free one-to-one coaching um 100 pounds cash 50 pounds amazon voucher uh 25 pound amazon voucher and then i think i think like of some protein or something like that you know it kind of tiered down in that way so the christmas cracker challenge we're going to do exactly the same thing again so there's going to be loads of prizes to win you guys get that anyway just as part of being the teachers team you're going to be part of the christmas cracker challenge for you, it's a really good opportunity to set some short-term mini goals and absolutely have at it for autumn too and really put the foot down for the next sort of six weeks or so after the after the half term. So that's kind of how it's going to benefit you guys. So we are going to be running that. You get that as part of your program, no problem at all. Now, before I move, uh, move on, we are going to talk through the referral scheme again because I know some of you guys haven't seen this before. If you have a friend that you would like to refer into the team, who is like you? The reason that I'm asking them to be like you is because you guys are amazing. You wouldn't be in this team unless you are amazing. As you know, we don't just take anyone into the teacher's team. We are quite selective. And I do speak to every single person, as you and I would have done multiple times over a Zoom call, most likely, maybe a phone call, normally a Zoom call, before we even go into the team. So you know that people go through quite a process before they come into the team. So we are sort of quite careful with who we bring into the community because it's, you know, it's a culture, right? We've taken years to build this up. So I want more people who are like you. So if you've got any friends who are similar to you, have similar goals, and you feel would be a fantastic fit for the community and for the team, would really, really go for it. They'd thrive in the team. The team would be a better place for them because of them. Then please send them my details. Send me their details, obviously, with, with their permission. If your friend signs up and joins the team, if they're the right fit, of course, I'll jump on those calls and make sure that, that they are right for the team. If they are right for the team, then you will get £100 cash back and you can either split it with them, keep it all for yourself, whatever you want to do. OK, um, and of course, feel free to tell people about the Christmas Cracker Challenge as well. Right. There are those are my announcements. Those are all the things that I need to run through. I think we are good to go into some of the topics for today. Um awesome 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 fantastic yes Bethany it's going to be good Chris I love the Christmas crack challenge it is awesome it is awesome it's great because it's in the term time as well which I think is different to the summer challenge that we used to run because that was the summer holidays and summer is just a different time isn't it whereas the the the, uh Christmas cracker is you're in like the trenches of autumn too it's like probably one of the hardest times of the year so it's really really good to have that like 
every single week it's like go 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 you've got a really clear goal every single week and you feel like your momentum is super high so it's awesome for that right let's get into some of these topics then guys so lots of you this week have been saying that you've been finding obviously the run-up to the half term quite tricky expectations um from colleagues at work people putting work on you that probably shouldn't be your responsibility people taking liberties you know without swearing people taking liberties people not really respecting your boundaries or you struggling to put boundaries in place now one of the biggest reasons that we struggle to put boundaries in place is because our self-worth isn't quite there yet right when we value ourselves we value our effort we value our time and we value our energy we are choosy with who we give that to and we don't feel guilty for it we don't feel like we're being self-indulgent we feel actually my time my energy my life the time i've got on this planet is quite blooming valuable and i am choosing who to give it to and who not to give it to or to give it to work or to give it to people at home when our self-worth is on a decent level and we value ourselves it doesn't mean that we need to be really arrogant and really sort of over the top and egotistical and you know narcissistic or anything like that but when we just have a good level of self self-value and self-worth we will set boundaries and we will keep them stern right we will not let them falter. When our self-worth is a bit low and we look to other people for validation, for recognition, we look for our boss to our bosses for a bit of a nod, we look to our parents for a bit of a, yeah, I'm proud of you, well done, keep going. We look to our older siblings normally, we look to our friends. When we're looking to other people to tell us that we are worth it, basically, when we're looking to other people to give us a pat on the back, our self-worth is probably not in the great place because we're looking for external validation. We're looking for someone else to justify your value to the world, right? And as I said last week or the week before, I can't remember which one it was, you don't need to do anything more than you're doing right now to be good enough. You right now, as a person in this moment, sitting here with a cup of tea, whatever you're doing, watching this, you are enough as you are. You don't need a promotion, you don't need to hit a certain job role. You don't need to be complimented every single day. You don't need to have titles after your name. As you are right now, you are good enough. And the process, I guess, of what we're working on together, a lot of that process is based around getting you to see that you are good enough as you are, right? And this kind of comes into what I want to talk to you about, about setting our own rules, setting our own rules and setting our own boundaries. Your good enough has to be good enough. You can't let, you can't mortgage out your well-being to somebody else, right? You can't let anyone else control your well-being, your rules, the, work, the way that you're going to set your boundaries. Because if you do, they are going to take liberties. If you let someone draw the boundary, they'll draw it so it best suits them. Then they're not going to really care about you. And I know that sounds a bit, you know, a bit sort of pessimistic, but this is the truth, isn't it? Everyone wants what's best for them, to be honest. And I know that, you know, lots of us are very, well, all of us are very, very selfless and very, very giving, but not everyone is like, us in the team to be honest and I've worked with plenty of colleagues who aren't really like that and they will do whatever suits them best and I'm sure that right now you can think of someone at work or maybe even at home or in family or friends who does things that suit them best and doesn't really do much for many other people there's always people like that in our lives so you need to set your own boundaries this isn't going to be an easy process this isn't going to be something that you're going to be able to wake up on a Monday morning and go, oh, here's my boundary. And everyone goes, oh, awesome, Sophie, there's your boundary. Perfect. I'm just going to go this way and do my own work. It's not, it's not going to happen, right? You're going to have people, once you set up a boundary, you'll think of it this way. Someone is, is used to walking over that boundary way into your space, right? Mentally, physically, whatever. When you set up a boundary, they don't know that that is there yet. 
So they are just like the children at the start of the year. They are going to test the boundary. They are going to see, is it really a boundary or is it just sort of a temporary little mud hill that I can just walk over? Is she actually or he or she actually building this wall? Right. Are they actually setting these boundaries or can I just can I probably climb over? Is it is it just a little mound right now? And people will push it and they'll push it and they'll push it. You need to stand firm. Now, the again, the higher your self-worth gets, the easier this will become because you know that you're worth it. And I've just told you that you are, but it's about you seeing and believing that, right? You need to remember that you are not a robot. You're a human being. You cannot be on 24-7, you know, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You cannot be go, go, go. If you do that, within months, you will burn out. I know some of you have been pretty close or not, if not in burnout before, as have I. And you know how, how much that sucks, right? That is absolutely awful. It's a horrible, horrible place to be. If you behave, I'm going to say it, if you behave how the education system wants you to behave, and I mean by taking on every responsibility for, you know, let's be honest, not the best pay in the world, because most extra responsibilities don't have a TLR, right? They don't give you UPS. They don't really give you much more compensation, to be honest, do they? If you keep taking these things on and you keep being the yes person, People will keep treating you like the yes person. You will take on more and more and more. There will come a point where you resent taking on more and more and more, but you do it because you're looking for a lot of us, looking for external validation. We're looking for a nod. We're looking for somebody's approval through taking on more responsibility. Let me know in the chat if that resonates with you, because I don't want to speak out of turn. I'm more talking anecdotally, but I know looking, looking who we've got here tonight on Facebook and in Zoom, I know that lots of you will resonate with that that we are sometimes looking for validation, recognition, acknowledgement through the people at work. We're looking at taking on too much so that someone can tell us that we're doing a good job as a way of justifying our own value. Let me know if that resonates with you guys. I know that's a bit deep tonight, but I think a lot of us will connect quite, quite a lot with that. As I said before, when your self-worth is at the right level, others will see it and they will respect it. People don't push people and push boundaries who they know already are firm. People test people who they think are a bit wobbly, right? They really, really, really do. And the, I know this, again, is very, a very pessimistic um, open office so far, but it's important to know that people will take the mickey. If you let people overstep the mark, they're going to keep overstepping the mark. Believe you me. They really, really will. I've had clients before who, um, this was a few years ago, um, way back, and things were very, very different at that time. And this person would call me, like I'm talking like eight o'clock at night, call me. And a couple of times I picked up, what did that person do? They kept calling me at like eight, nine o'clock at night, expecting me to answer my phone. And then there was a really uncomfortable, difficult conversation that I had to have that was, nah, you, you can't call me at like nine o'clock at night and expect me to just jump open my phone when I'm in bed and, and have a coaching call with you, right? People will push it. If you if you set the line here, they will expect the line to remain there. So really important because this is something that I know a lot of you find quite tricky. I still to this day find tricky. We can feel very guilty. We can feel a, a bit of shame for setting that boundary. We can almost have a bit of imposter syndrome. We can kind of feel like, well, who am I to be saying no? Like, who am I to be setting my boundary? The, the whole, the cold, harsh truth is if you don't set that boundary, if you don't set your own playing rules, people are going to set them for you. And you need to ask your question. It's pretty much uh, a fork in the road, right? Do I set the rules or do they set the rules? 
because if you don't they will and it's difficult it's uncomfortable to hear that but you need to set your own boundaries with people and stay firm because you already do i know every single person listening you already do goodness knows 10 times 100 times above and beyond what you're contracted to do the hours you put in the responsibilities you take on how many things do you think that you do at school that aren't even slightly on your contract probably most of them if you just did what you were contracted to do you'd probably be there at eight and home by four o'clock every single night right and you would have no additional responsibilities so think about that i know it's difficult it's easier said than done but everything's easier said than done right totally agree whatsapp messages at 9 p.m about work yeah mickey taken i could swear on that one but i won't mickey taken if you allow people if you get into the rhythm where you respond at nine o'clock at night people are going to expect you to respond at nine o'clock at night if you've been doing that in the past that's fine there's nothing you can do about it now but now is the time to go back and reset the boundary where you want the boundary to be set there might be some uncomfortable conversations oh why didn't you get back to that well it's nine o'clock at night and my contracted hours only take me up to like what is it like four o'clock isn't it or is it three o'clock I think our contracted hours are like ridiculously small. So you've got to think if you don't set that boundary, somebody else is going to. This week, my boundaries have slipped a little bit, which has just made my workload seem so much bigger. But getting back on it, uh, but getting back on it this week, absolutely, 100%. You've got to remember, if you give people an inch, they're going to take a mile. It's, it's amazing how many of these cliches are actually like bang on for teachers, isn't it? Bethany says, yes, yes, yes. Really want some recognition for my hard work. Absolutely. And this is the thing, right? Wanting recognition, wanting an acknowledgement, wanting, wanting a bit of a nod, wanting that validation. It's not necessarily a, a bad thing, right? As with everything, I feel like the danger's in the dose because seeking someone's approval, seeking someone's validation, whatever it is, that can lead you to work really, really hard at college or, you know, really push yourself during your degree or really push yourself during your career. But you need to think to what end, right? What's the goal there and where does that stop? Do you just go through your, throughout your entire career, teaching career pushing yourself giving up your entire life so that what you're 17 you turn around and say well I've got all these letters after my name but I can't remember you know going on holiday in my 30s and I can't remember spending time with my children I can't remember spending time with my partner but look I've, I've you know I've got this certificate for being a, a like a I don't know registered first aider or <laughs> I don't know whatever it is a bit of a rubbish example but do you see what I mean there's nothing wrong with those things there's nothing wrong with pushing yourself professionally and really going to the next level okay so for some people living their whole life like that you know being single not having a family living alone and just being a career person you know until they're like 65 for some people that is happiness that is enjoyment happiness and fulfillment and that makes them truly truly happy that's fine I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that but you need to ask yourself, for you, what is that definition of fulfillment and happiness? Is it that person that I've just described or is it something a bit different? Nothing, neither of those is wrong. Okay, I had a year leader when I worked in year six. Her whole life was school. Everything was school. She actually had quite a big Twitter page, but every book she bought was for school. Every activity she did, she would go on activities with her partner because they might be future school trips, right? On, on the weekend, she'd go out to do activities, to do research for school trips and stuff. Everything in her life was around school, but she was really, really, well, I think, I don't know, do I? But she seemed to be really, 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 and she said she was really, really happy. So for her, that's fine. But the question you need to ask yourself is, is that okay for you? Or do you want to spend more time at home with parents, with siblings, with partners, like with, with friends, whoever? You need to decide what your future 
is that you want, what your fulfillment is, what your happiness is, and you need to focus on that. And of course, what we do together with the mindset, the nutrition, the movement, the habits, the behavior change, those things, of course, fit very nicely into that vision that I've just sort of, you know, mentioned going this year i've left work at work i stay until about 5 30 but won't do any work at home anymore it's been a life changer i can imagine i can imagine that is incredible that is really really good going. and i bet it is still quite hard or at least it was in the beginning right i bet it wasn't a case of like oh it's easy i bet there were feelings of sort of oh i should really do that right and we get that mindset and that mentality that comes in that's oh i should just do this and i should just do that that word should is such a loaded word should is should can't speak should is loaded with shame right it's that guilt and i bet that was really hard in the beginning but again like anything the more you practice it the more permanent though those things become and the easier those things become so but before i move on guys i just want to say to all of that i know that none of that is easy nothing i've just said there is easy and this is some really deep stuff for a, for a monday night in the last week before half term for most of you none of that stuff's easy but it is absolutely vital because if you don't do something about it now if you don't have the uncomfortable conversations if you don't set the boundaries like i said someone else is gonna do it for you fast forward go down that path a fast forward 10 years are you going to be happy with the results of your daily actions if you look at your working life now and you multiply that by 10 years are you going to be happy with the way that gets you? That's that's the question you've got to ask yourself. Or is it a case that something needs to change with your work-life balance? Now, this is a very diff different conversation to the practical tools that we would put in place, like that, like, like that Eisenhower matrix, for example, that we talk about so much at the moment. This is a very different conversation to the practical things that we would put in place. But it, this is the kind of thing, this is more the mindset side, isn't it, that underpins all of that loads and loads of comments coming in in my last phase meeting last week i just wrote the word could on the board it's been a game changer for many in the team it made me feel a lot less guilty ah oh, amazing made them feel a lot less guilty amazing mr um mr mac dan mcfarland mr mac making memories who is one of our speakers at the event he talks about i can't remember what he calls them i think he talks about them a a can-do list i think he calls it a can-do list so it's, rather than a to-do list basically a must-do list he calls them a can-do list that made me think of those like toilet wipe things. You know, is it can do? Is that a thing? Toilet wipes, the little frog, like kiddies toilet potty things. That's what that made me think of. But anyway, can do lists, I, maybe a could do list. Could do lists, right? Game changer. Awesome. I love that. Fantastic idea. Loads and loads of comments coming in, guys. But now I do lots of things for myself. And uh, this is Bethany's comment from earlier. Really want some hard rec uh, recognition for my hard work. Absolutely. We agree with that. But now I do a lot of things for myself and self-recognition. Love it. That I, um, that I have done the positive things and I have made a difference. Yeah. Sometimes all you need to do when you feel like you've had a really crappy day and you're absolutely shattered and you feel like you haven't met someone else's expectation. Sometimes all you need to do is sit there and go, right, what is my job again? My job is to care for and teach the children. Have I done that today? Have I done the best that I could? in my situation for today of how i was feeling my energy levels my mood yeah i smashed that out of the park i absolutely did my job today you didn't do i don't know um jennifer in the jobs office that she gave you to do but you did what you were there to do right you did your job and you probably get to a really bloody good standard sometimes all you need to do is sit back and go i've done i've done really well today yeah um definitely keep my to-do list to a post-it note oh that is a good idea do you find yourself writing tiny, tiny letters? 
keep myself uh, keep my to do list to a post-it note helping me only write down things that I need need to be done yeah love it fantastic excellent idea so on the screen guys you can see you've been on the screen for a while that self-care menu that I shared last week this is actually someone in the teams you can just see that they've separated it into the three columns of time loads of ideas they grab your phones if you want to take a quick picture of it or a screenshot of it i'm not going to read it all out to you now and if you're listening back to this on the podcast you can just go um and watch the recording that will be in the client hub or in, in the facebook group all right guys okay so final thing from me then i'm going to be a bit quicker with this i'm not going to go on a rant i promise so final little thing from me surviving the final few weeks or the or this week for, for most of us i know in england i know it's boring I really, really do know it's boring, but please do not underestimate the power of planning. You cannot hit a target that you can't see. Planning is everything. What's the quote? If I had six hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first four sharpening the axe. Abraham Lincoln, I think, something like that, roughly paraphrased. So if we don't plan anything, it's like walking blind into a snowstorm. We're we're not gonna know where we're going. We're really, really not gonna know where we're going. Planning gives us the path. Planning clears the barriers. It reduces the friction. Planning is everything. Someone in the team, I'm not going to quote them by name, but someone in the team every single week is like on the, on the check-in says, you know, nutrition, really good this week. I, plan, I, planned, I planned it to death. Or um, what do you need to do next week? Keep planning how I'm planning at the moment. Planning is everything. It takes off stress. It gives you back mental capacity. When you come home, you're feeling a bit of a heightened emotion, right? You've got it there. You've got it planned. Get some bolognese cooked up over the weekend. Get them put in pouches and put in the freezer. This is a great time of year. Soups, chilies, curries, bolognese, stews. Get it made at the weekend. Big old batch. Put it in some Tupperware. Put it in a pouch. Stick it in the freezer. You come home. Take it out. Stick it in a pan. Put it in the microwave. Whatever. Dinner. Done. Sorted. Right. Because you spent an hour one Saturday getting loads of it done. You could pretty much have a whole day. And and I know that lots of us have had parents evenings, but this is something to remember for next half term or report writing in the summer or whatever. Right. Or the the, the last um, bit of uh, the Christmas term uh, before the Christmas holidays, where it's pretty much you're filling up on food from the buffet and staff room. You come home, you're like, oh, what what am I eating? Right. That kind of week, you know, the week I'm talking about. Keep this in mind because filling that um, freezer with easy to go options, you are making your life a million and one times easier. Plan, 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 plan. Use the food flow, protein, then fruits and veggies, then carbs, then fats. If you use it at most meals, you are going to be in a well, healthy, balanced diet, right? Yes, it's not it's not completely you know watertight, but it's pretty foolproof, isn't it? If you were to follow that flow nine times out of 10, you're going to have a very balanced day's worth of eating. Like we said last week, set yourself a minimum and a maximum range. This week, or any for future reference, any final week of a half term, a term, holiday, whatever, doesn't need to be your 10 out of 10 bells and whistles, all singing, all dancing kind of approach. You are allowed to have a week where you don't hit every single target. That is okay. In fact, I would argue that sometimes having a week where you do, you know, take your foot off the gas a little bit and you do kind of coast for want of a better word instead of revving through right i would argue that sometimes those weeks are the weeks that allow you to recharge to keep in a positive mindset right think about two people one person says i need to be um i don't know i need to be 10 out of 10 every single day this week this person hits an eight they hit a nine they hit a seven they hit a nine how does that person feel at the end of the week they feel like they failed because they didn't hit their 10 out of 10 
oh, I only got a nine. Whereas person B sets themselves, I'm going to be a seven. I'm going to be a seven every single day this week, right? They get a six. They get a seven. They get a seven. They've already hit their target, right? They're at a seven. Then they're, they're an eight. Then they're a nine. Then they're an eight. What person in the long run is going to be better off? The person that sets a really high target, undercuts it, and sees their amazing success as a failure and gives up, or the person that sets a slightly lower bar for that week, feels amazing for achieving the basics, and then goes on to continue that because they've got consistency, because their mindset's in a good place, because they feel like they've got momentum. Momentum is a case of perspective in, in, in most cases. It really, really is. You can take two people... One person is, like I said, those two examples. One person feels, oh, what have I done? I failed. The other person feels like they've, you know, they've, they've completely hit their target. It is a case of perspective. Who is going to keep going? Who is going to have the confidence? Whose self-worth is going to be higher? Who's going to have the self-belief that they can do this? Not the person that had to be perfect all the time. Perfectionism is a massive curse. I see so many teachers struggling, like really, really struggling because they need to be perfect because again maybe that has sort of leaked out from their professional life or their, maybe their education life into their wider life so not only do they have to be perfect at school perfect at work whatever always trying to hit the bar maybe for someone else's nod acknowledgement recognition maybe i'm just saying maybe not only that but it's now leaked into other areas of their life so they feel this compulsion to be perfect all the time You've got to challenge these thoughts, guys. You've got to challenge these negative associated thoughts. Focus on the big rocks. Same thing, different way of putting it. Focus on the big rocks. This week, what actually happens? Uh, what actually matters, sorry? <laughs> what actually needs to happen? Well, we need to get some decent steps in. We need to get a good night's sleep. We need to get some fruits and veggies in. Uh, basically, the five foundations, right? Um, and maybe I want to track my calories. Really, those are your big rocks. You could even say walking, calories and sleep, really, couldn't you? If you wanted to, obviously, fruits and veggies is great because of health. It's kind of important. But if you really think about it, it's kind of like three big rocks you need to hit this week. You don't need to go into all the minutiae of how many seconds you did in the plank or how many reps you did on this workout or, you know, how many micronutrients, vitamins and minerals you had in your bowl of salad. It doesn't really matter. Focus on the big rocks and you'll give yourself back tons and tons of capacity. Talk to yourself like you would a friend. Really good advice. If a friend came to you with the way that you're feeling right now or, you know, came to you when your energy is low on Thursday and said to you, oh, this is how I'm feeling. What would you tell your friend? Write it down on a piece of paper. Imagine your friend coming to you. Imagine a colleague coming to you. Write down on a piece of paper what you say to them or give them a voice note as if you're talking to them and then listening to it back as yourself. And take your own advice because you give out great advice to other people. It's now time to start putting it in place for you. Right. Someone said about really struggling on Sundays, you know, particularly when it's raining. You know who you are. You know. Someone here mentioned about the rain getting in the way of their walks, didn't you? I'm not having that. I'm not having the rain as an excuse. No, uh -uh. you're not aspirin. You're not going to melt in the rain. Put on a raincoat, put on your Wellington boots, get your umbrella out. Oh, actually, yes, you, you, you did as well. I think the other week, didn't you, Bethany? You did as well. Two of you shame shame this person knows who they are this person put it in their yeah iphone I, 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 won't, I won't call out your name don't worry um right rain it's not an excuse i'm afraid not an excuse i'm not having that no uh -uh. right and then some, something similar that someone else said um in their check-in was about sundays 
being a really lazy day, a really slow start today. If there is something that you feel you would like to get done that would be beneficial, like a walk or a workout, I can promise you, if you get it done in a, put a raincoat on, goodness, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sure it was like torrential rain. Um, but yeah, right. If you, um, if you've got something that you feel you would really benefit from doing, I'm not saying should, but something you feel like you benefit from doing, do it earlier in the day. I can promise you it's that whole, whole sort of premise of eat the frog, right? If you had to eat a frog every single day, when would you rather do it? Would you rather have it for dinner and think about it all day and ruin the rest of your day? Or would you rather have your frog for breakfast? The rest of the day is nice and easy, okay? Eat the frog, get things done first thing in the day, right? Um, do, 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 do. Okay, this is one that I think we would all really benefit from this week. Look how far you've come so far. But do that tonight after this call. You know, I'll stop rambling at you soon. Go and look at how far you have come. Write down everything you have achieved since joining the team. The mindset, the, the knowledge side of things, the implementation side, the consistency. Right. Go and write it down. Write down everything you've achieved. Every bit of progress. This piece of clothing fit better. Right. I managed to. Um, I, sorry, I had to go and buy a new pair of jeans, right? I had to put a belt on when I went out. I had to make a new hole in my belt. Whatever it is, I lost these inches, right? Whatever it is, go and write down every single bit of progress you've seen in the team so far and professionally in your in your career this to this year, to this day from this year, and look at all the successes that you've had and then tell me that you don't feel proud and that you didn't that didn't put a smile on your face, right? Go and look at everything you've achieved and actually sit with it and look at it and just just don't, don't be on your phone don't be watching tv don't be talking to someone just go and write a list out and just look at what you've achieved and just spend five minutes looking at it and just thinking i can promise you it will change your mindset i can promise you that finally then feed the positive we know we've got that inbuilt negativity bias right it's always going to be taking our attention we know that we know that we need to feed the positive if the negative is just going to be growing by itself, we need to actively engage in the positive, right? We need to practice gratitude. We need to practice positivity. We need to practice things we're proud of, right? You know my three by three idea, okay? One thing, I'm going to forget it now. One thing that you are grateful for, one thing you're, look, one thing you're proud of, one thing you're looking forward to, okay? If you were to do that three times a day, you are going to transform your mindset. What we focus on grows, okay? What you put attention to go, uh, grows, okay? What's the phrase? Where, where focus goes, energy flows. That's the phrase. Where focus goes, energy flows. You focus on how poorly you're feeling. You know, you wake up with a stomach ache. You focus on how poorly you're feeling. How do you feel an hour later? Probably even more poorly, okay? There have been so many studies that show that where you focus the energy, your attention, your effort, that is the thing that grows. So you just need to decide where on earth are you going to be putting your attention, your focus, and your energy on the positives or the fact that that one child didn't pick up that, you know, column addition method or whatever. Think about where you put your focus, where focus goes, energy flows, right? And that is it, guys. Seek out support is the final one there. As you can see, if you need any support, you've got each other, right? You've got me, you've got the community, you've got the team, Reach out to your people at work or people at home. Ask for support this week. If it's going to be a tough week, get people on side. Get some support. Right, we've got some chats going on. Um, duh, 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 duh. Awesome, we've got some slow cooker recipes going. 
214 calories for the serving. Yeah, nice. Fantastic. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And Sophie shared her meal plan there as well. Fantastic, guys. I'm going to download. Are you right? Um, are you right for me to download that, Sophie, and chuck that in the group, maybe? Let me know. If not, no worries, but it might be good for, just for me to post under this. I'll, I might just put it in the comments underneath this video in the Facebook group. But anyway, guys, that is everything from me today. Okay. No worries at all. Has anyone got any questions? Any topics they'd like to explore? Anything at all? Anything they want to chat through? Any questions? Any topics? I'm going to uh, wrap up the recording here so people on the podcast aren't listening to me even longer. If you've been listening to on the podcast, if you've been watching the recording back, thanks for joining me and I will catch you soon.